0: Hello, and welcome to The Middleman Podcast. This is a podcast about the art of making things happen. We hope this helps your week. Thanks for listening. Well, hey there, and welcome to the podcast. This is episode seven of The Middleman, and I'm Josh Hammond. Now, this is the last episode of season one on The Middleman. What a ride it has been. I've got a few other projects I want to focus on at Lighthouse in the next couple of months, and you can find all of those in the link in my bio. But I'm already preparing for Season 2 in mid-October, and I'm going to have a lot more guests who are going to bring some proven and practical wisdom into this space. And my hope is that this season's content has contributed in some way to seeing ideas begin to happen and to give you more confidence and more reassurance in your role in the middle. What a year 2020 has been already, and we are just over halfway. At the risk of sounding really cliched, these are unprecedented times, aren't they? None of us could imagine, I'm sure, living through a pandemic, or we never had to live through one before, nor have we ever had to lead in one either. Now, I heard the other day that the Australian Museum was asking people to document their journey during this time, which struck me as really interesting. What we are living through now, someone will read about or experience in a museum one day, and we are certainly living through a moment in history. Even though we're halfway through the year, it's hard to know where we really sit within this COVID-19 period. Are we coming out of it? Are we right in the middle of it? Or are we just getting started on easing into a different new world? If you're anything like me, you can be a bit up and down with it all. When people ask you casually, how are you, Josh? I mean, there's not a casual answer to that, is there? It's a really big question with the last six months we've all had. Some days, I'm so uncertain, you're you're trying to manage the day-to-day, deal with and adapt with the next change. Now, of course, we might even do this first for our own families, but also our middle roles, we have to adapt quite quickly for our organisations. We are often the ones responsible for what the new change or health order means for our business or organisation. People are expecting us, maybe our leaders, or others that we serve to contextualise the problem into what it means for us. You know, I found myself over-communicating more than I ever would have thought necessary, uh, because that provides reassurance. And I've also found myself watching the news a whole heap more than I thought as well. You know, we just got to be on the ball, don't we, in the middle roles? We can't expect the Premier or the PM to email us every time. Something needs to change. You now, the flip side is, there are so many positives. Some days, you, like me, might find yourself highly energised about thinking about the future. Or you find yourself imagining what will the world be like in 12 months' time, 5 years' time. I've also found myself not quite as rushed as I used to be prior to COVID. It's been an important time for our organisation, Lighthouse. We've needed to make some of the changes uh, that we've needed to make and never would have made if it weren't for COVID. It's been a time where we've been able to accelerate our difference as well. And we didn't plan this, but we've been gifted an opportunity, which despite the hardship, we are grateful for. In this episode, I've been thinking a lot about what has made great leadership this year, or what would you say is the quality you've appreciated most from leaders? Now, I put a quick online poll on my Instagram stories earlier this week and asked people what is it that they've appreciated most about leaders in 2020. You know, people mentioned a range of qualities that they've appreciated, but the one common thread that went through them all was that they have appreciated leaders who demonstrate humility. Isn't that interesting? You know, it's not been the amazing innovation or the amazing new ideas that people have been launching that have been appreciated most, although these are good, it's humility. I wonder if the same thing would have been as appreciated A year ago in leadership, you know, there's a great life proverb that says humility precedes honor. You know, we shouldn't be surprised that humility is important. That proverb actually suggests it's a prerequisite to leadership. So why does humility work so well in 2020? I think this year has been a great leveler for us all. Often, world issues can be so segregated to certain countries or regions, or sometimes different spheres or societies: education, church, hospitality go through challenges while others don't. But this is a world issue. Every sphere has felt this. So it's impossible for us to not feel some level of empathy for people, because at some level we can all be in everyone else's shoes. We are in this together, to use another cliche. Leaders tend to love to be in control, particularly people in middle roles, don't we? I love to be in control, not like I'm a control freak or it's an unhealthy thing, but we like to plan for what is happening, or to know what is happening, or how do we make something happen. But if you're trying to make things happen in the same way you were a year ago, you've discovered that you've got no control over that whatsoever. We just can't be in control. When you can't control, and which we never really are anyway, our best option, I believe, is to lead with humility, and it's attractive leadership to others. Now, what happens when we don't show humility? I think we lose the ability to resonate with others. There are times, even in my middle management so far, when I've got compliance or a nodding head, but there's no traction in action at all. This was a powerful learning for me, and it meant that I had to adjust my leadership style to be more of a servant leader. We can't forget that leadership is about others, and in uncertain circumstances, like we're experiencing now, this is never more needed or apparent. You know, with things being so uncertain, my favourite answer to give at the moment is, I don't actually know, or I'm not sure of the right answer. But in the same breath, we can also offer some clarity, otherwise confusion reigns. So we can say things like, well, I don't know, but my intuition is telling me this, or my experience is showing that we should start to move towards this way. But what do you think? And this type of collaboration and humility is great to solve big problems in our current season right now. When we think about humility, it's important to also think about what humility is not. Sometimes out of our own fear or insecurity, we don't show humility because it looks like we might be failing in our role or we are incompetent in our role. This is actually not humility. This is leading with low confidence. But I think it actually, in fact, it takes a great deal of confidence to show humility when we lead. Now, can I offer a key here to lead with confidence? And I think it lies in knowing your strengths. What is the one big strength that you can humbly offer from the middle? I believe we're all gifted in something. And if you don't know, I want to offer a great resource here that's available in the show notes. And it's a book that's helped me no end called Strength Finder 2.0. I can only assume it's better than the first version. There's a lot of strength tests out there, but this one has really helped me simplify what it is that I'm good at and how to focus on it. You know, I'm an activator, that might be no surprise to you, which means that I am like to get things going, like to make things happen. I'm also a future thinker, this strength test told me, as well as someone with high responsibility. This also tells me I need to be humble with my weaknesses as well. You know, where I may be good at getting something going or started, I also need help to keep it going. Or if I'm someone who thinks in the future, I'm always not the best person to be in the moment. Also, being high responsibility means I can struggle at times to let things go or don't or hold on to things tightly, and this means that I don't change. What are your strengths? I think if you know these, it helps you become more self-aware, which is a great gift in leadership, and also to humbly adapt your skills to your current scenario. Humility is not easy, and it doesn't even come naturally to us all the time. So it is a choice but it appears to be a very needed choice in order to be a quality leader in 2020. You know, my last episode too, I also touched on this idea of servant leadership. Who is it and how is it that we serve our organisations best? And I think that's a real key to helping momentum move forward for our organisations, even though this year looks really, really different. You know, I've enjoyed season one of The Middleman so much. I want to thank you so much for joining me on this journey. Hopefully this bite-sized content has been really helpful for you to start to make some ideas happen or the great vision that you are leading in happen as well. I wanna say a big thank you to my wingman, Aaron Bushby. He's also the voiceover of the intro. Thanks, Aaron. No worries, Josh. Also a big thanks to my wife, Talia, and also my kids who I promised I'd give a shout out to. That's so Harper, Rory, Oki, and Gus, because I know you're listening and you always have to endure all the drafts of the podcast. But you know, well, it's been so much fun. And you know, you can connect with me even in the break between seasons on Instagram at, at Josh underscore Hammond. That's with two Ms and two Ns. I hope you have a great week making things happen. Thanks for listening. <laughs>